Are you working hard to keep yourself limited and playing small? Is that working for you? If not, would you like to be changing that now? What if the key to activating your wealth was in the willingness to embody the abundance of possibilities you are? Would you choose it? Join in the conversation now on Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark, and receive tools and facilitation to clear the points of view that keep you stuck in limitation. To begin choosing your abundance and living well right now. Lucky to have all of you 
as my dear friend and friends, plural, and compatriots, and co-hosts, and co-producer people, people that I get to work with and play with just about every day. And I just want to tell you, I am hugely grateful for the gift each of you bees in my life and for the contribution you are making and being to my life, to my show, to this station, to the world. Thank you, each of you, from the very, very warm and toasty bottom of my heart. Okay, it's yours. <laughs> wow. So I would just like to play with um, what are some fun, first of all, I'd like this to, to kind of share some fun and funny holiday stories because I always just find it hilarious that, you know, there's always at least one person in the family who does something hysterical, at least one of our holiday gatherings. <laughs> So, one of my favorite stories, I'll start off with my family. I have an interesting family, as I'm sure many of us do. And one of, for some reason, one of my favorite memories, and it really has very little to do with specifically holidays, other than the fact that we were gathered for one of our holiday gatherings. And my grandmother always made a huge, huge, way more than we could eat spread for the, for the holiday. And... So one of her standards, one of her traditions, uh, traditional dishes, it was the um, the baked sweet potato with all the gooey, yummy, sweet stuff on it and the marshmallow layer on top. <laughs> and she would she would pop it into the broiler, and and I don't know if it's called a broiler across the pond. Is it a broiler, Alan, or is it it's a, like is a, it? a thing that kind of almost boils, but not quite. Yeah. It, like you, when you cook your steaks and stuff, that's usually what people use for. It's one of the options people choose, but we call it a broiler. And basically, it's the part of the oven that's a little more um, shallow, but it has the flame around the top portion. So my grandmother usually would pop. Oh, you mean a grill? <laughs> it could be a grill. It could be called a grill. <laughs> we have a grill. Oh. <laughs> So the thing with the fire on top... Yes, we call that a grill. (laughs) She would pop it into that, and and she would let it, you know, brown the marshmallow topping because she would dump a bunch of marshmallows on it. And so they would get nice and soft, and they'd get a little bit of a crisp on the top layer, and then she'd bring the dish to the table. Well, so this one year, (laughs) there was a lot of action going on, and she popped her sweet potato casserole dish into the broiler, and many things were happening and blah, 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 and she didn't take it out in a few minutes. She actually the timer that she had set for that particular oven <laughs> went off with some other timers and we were having conversation and there was much going on. So she didn't actually get the dish out in time. And so there began to be a little bit of smoke coming out of the oven <laughs> broiler. <laughs> and my grandmother had an amazingly high-pitched voice when she was stressed <laughs> and when she was watching football games. My grandmother was feverishly running across the house to get to the oven to get it open, and she was so distressed. <laughs> my sweet potatoes, my sweet potatoes, my sweet potatoes. <laughs> they're on fire. My sweet potatoes are on fire. And it is indeed on fire. And so she's blowing the dish, you know, and we're all cracking up because it's just so hilarious. 
and my grandmother is slightly, she's really highly stressed at that moment. <laughs> We're like, Mama, it's really okay. We don't mind a little bit of char on the top of the sweet potato casserole. <laughs> From that day forward, in all of the family gatherings, there was a huge moment when the sweet potato casserole was going into the, to the broiler so that we could all make sure it came out on time. But I just have these, it's just this flash of a memory of my grandmother dashing to the oven, screeching, my sweet potatoes are on fire! And it was just... <laughs> day that goes by that I don't fondly recall that memory and it's like oh the holidays you know (laughs) I would love for some of you to share some holiday or or any kind of day stories that are funny but I know we have probably a large library of stories from the holiday gathering (laughs) who would like to share a story (laughs) I I have my one of my favorite memories it's not particularly funny I mean it isn't it isn't so um a little background is one of uh, the people we always did uh, holidays with, her name was Alice, and uh, she was from Holland. And uh, she would look at the table, I remember, and she'd be like, oh, the table needs something orange because it had to be balanced with color and textures. And she'd go whip up some orange food to stick on the table. And she was always very precise and elaborate, and there was always china. And even with the kids, we were allowed to use all these, you know, the fancy things that she would bring out in her mm. crystal. And it was always, like, so special. Well, one year, we'd all had Thanksgiving together, and then about five families, we drove up to, to in, up into the mountains. Everyone else had trucks, and we didn't. We had this mm. little Subaru thing. So somebody put chained us, because it was full of snow, chained us to their car and pulled us up. <laughs> so we're wow. in our, you know, we're all packed into this little car, getting pulled up the mountain to get our um, Christmas trees, and it was the day after Thanksgiving. Well, she had said, you know, I'll bring the leftovers. Well, she put out a spread on this picnic table that with her fine linens and her china and her crystal and all the leftovers from Thanksgiving. And we pulled each other um, with inner tubes and snow and we all got our Christmas trees and we had this fantastic picnic in the snow and all these, you know, snowmen and snow angels and with candles and crystal and china. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's awesome. To this day, it is one of my fondest memories of going to get a Christmas tree because it was a tradition Mm. to go the day after Thanksgiving. But we had five families with all all the kids and the inner tubes behind the trucks (laughs) and the sleds and this amazing food. And it was all served cold, but it it was just, it was delicious and fabulous and wonderful. And we got, you know, the perfect Christmas tree because my mom was particular. Yeah. Yeah. It was an amazing, amazing adventure. Wow. I Okay, I may have to, like, save that idea for a future something. Like, in the snow with candles and fine crystal and, oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was so, like I said, uh, when Alice was in charge of dinners, um, they were always so magical, it, especially since she allowed the children to be involved, even though we weren't always yeah. careful. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yeah, it was that magical. Beautiful. Thank you, Riola. Oh, You're I welcome. love those stories. I can just I can just like tap into the energy of that. The magic of that is wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Magic and is Annie's right. getting called in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we have so Alan, I know you have got to have some funny stories because you have interesting family stuff that you've Whoa. always shared. <laughs> I was just racking my brains. I was thinking, Oh my god, do I have a funny story? I think no, because my family are all cunts. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, did I say that out loud? Really <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Happy Christmas, everybody. Um, <laughs> dear Wouldn't Lord. Wouldn't that be Merry Cuntmas? <laughs> just saying. Well, I guess so. Yeah, my family was... Uh, Christmas for me was... Uh, okay, so maybe the, I don't know if this is funny or not. My sister and I used to... Do, there are a couple of things that me and my sister used to do when we were young. And one of them was... Um, we'd open all our Christmas presents before Christmas Day just to see what we'd got. And then we'd wrap them all back up again. Which was, yeah, so, so we knew what we, we, we kind of got. So that was that was just what we did. That was fun. But also the other thing we used to do with the Christmas tree was I don't know if you have this in America, but in the in the UK we would have like these little um, chocolates wrapped in foil, you know, that you hang on the tree. Mm-hmm. And my sister and I <laughs> worked out that if you undid them from the bottom, the chocolate would drop out, and then you could just fold them back up. So, so when my mother on Christmas Day went to try and get, you know, kind of all the ones that she grabbed were all empty. So, uh, yeah, that was all the ones, apart from the ones we couldn't reach, of course. Um, yeah, so we, <laughs> so we did that. But, but my, 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 they were, yeah, they were, and yeah, that was, that was really funny. But my, 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 talking of the kind of the chocolates on the Christmas tree, my, my big sister now lives in New Zealand. She, for the first time, she was in you know in New Zealand she had to put the chocolates on the tree and she's in New Zealand and you know she's on the other side of the world so right yeah right you know what's going to happen so she's grabbing these chocolates and they're all they're so warm that the chocolate is just running down her hand so bless not very bright in my family Mm -hmm. so there you go you do have funnies to share Yeah, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) The one and only edition of Alan's Family Fun Christmas. (laughs) Yeah, was was opening the presents and eating the chocolates. Um, Well, how much? I mean, really, isn't that what it's about? You open presents, you eat chocolates. I mean, well, yeah, right. That constitutes a fabulous Christmas for me. (laughs) If you talked about trauma and drama at Christmas, I could sit here and talk for fucking hours. Christmas therapy hotline or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mm. A to Z is open 24 hours day. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Christmas hotline, therapy hotline. My God, we'd be yep. busy, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Christmas <Yeah>. recovery unit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Christine, what are some – you're a mom, and, and we also have some more moms on the line. Well, and Rhea was a mom, so I know that, that you all have had probably some interesting Christmases with your children. <laughs> Um, so what, yeah, I guess the, and, the biggest one that's popping for me is when I was actually a child and, uh-huh. you know, I grew up in a little village and we would walk to church and mm-hmm. I can remember being in church as a little girl and my brother, he was a little bit younger than me and there was, we had a gorgeous church and at the top of the church there was these huge stained glass windows and we, throughout all of Midnight Mass, we would stare at those stained glass windows to see if we would see Santa fly across. <laughs> eight brothers and sisters who loved to tease the crap out of us, right? Oh. And and they were doing it with love and being jerks. Yeah. And all these in-laws as well. And they would get my younger brother and I so wound up tighter than a top. And we so we would sit there and we'd be looking, we'd be looking, and then we would dash out of out of church because we always opened our presents when I was quite young uh, after midnight mass flying home 
and there would be inevitably one person that would be there before we got home, which he never went to Mass. And he would have gone out and he would have made the, 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 um, the footprints in the snow from the reindeer. And, and how he did that Whoa. so well wow. was amazing. And we were, <laughs> it was there! Like, we were shocked every year that it happened just when we were in church. Like, how did Santa know? <laughs> we were wow. in the house. And we had a very small home um, compared to people that actually would be in that home, especially at Christmas time. There was literally two rooms on the, on the one floor. And the one was the kitchen dining room, and the other was the living room. And it was it was a lo- little bit of a longer living room, but it was quite it was quite small. And the Christmas tree would be at the one end, and we would literally have presents would come over halfway down that living room floor. Wow! And um, talk about your big eyes and your mouth dropping open when and our family would be so happy just to see myself and my younger brother be in its absolute energy of, oh, my God. Wow. And it was just so much joy and so much laughter. And then we would begin opening, and it was literally like paper flying. It was like a paper. <laughs> Everybody would be opening at the same time. And, like, ah! and it, was, it was so much fun. Wow. Oh, my God. It was not wow. a good opening. No, it was... It was... <laughs> It was the gift frenzy, a fun kind of frenzy, not a scary one. <laughs> it was honestly one of the best memories of my childhood. Wow. And just, I love the energy you were being, just tapping into, like, it's like you brought that moment and just, like, opened it up, sharing it with us. And that was just so, I love that, the wow. And, and. That is really something I would love to be incorporating into more of my everyday life. Hmm. Um, it's like, where do we let our wow go? You know, yeah, where's um, the wonderment? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, the the candle glow and the joy and the camaraderie and the fellowship or, you know, whatever word you want to use for that, <clears throat> the communion of it. Um, I know for a lot of people, <clears throat> sometimes, the the family gatherings were kind of the only time that people were nice to them <laughs> or to each other and there was sort of this weird message being sent because it wasn't necessarily coming from a really what we would call genuine or authentic place it was just like what you were supposed to do at the holidays so everybody you know get along you know um but then for some families that was very much real it was very true and um really generative, really a huge contribution. Um, you know, who was, so we have Annie in the chat room and, and, in, and on the line. And Annie, are you, are you unmuted, darling? I am. Hi. Hey, gorgeous. Hey. <laughs> I love what Annie is bringing to this party. She is sharing with, is it okay if I share it on air, Annie? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, no I will tell them that you told everybody. But, <laughs> 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 but Annie shared oh. with us that she is a, of the Jewish culture and faith. And <clears throat> you, you actually, did I read that correctly? Your family didn't really do the, ho- the quote-unquote holiday celebration. Is that is that correct? Yeah, I'm just noticing you've got one minute to break, so I'm not, <laughs> I'm not oh, sure. Oh, no, good, good. Unless you need a moment to get your story. <laughs> well, it, it, 
who doesn't have a family story, right? <laughs> no, holidays didn't really exist in our family. If anything, they were just there to 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 celebrate some structure of tradition, but they uh-huh. really didn't have any. There was no kind of joy or 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 fun or any of that in in, in our really in our household. Wow. And yeah, are you aware of what that was where that came from? Was there an awareness for you as a child of what that was about or or what you I, know? I, I don't think I knew what it was about, but I definitely well, you know, I think as children we often we often think that everybody's family is the same as ours. So we go out into the world and we kinda of get surprised, you know, like not everybody has what we've got. Oh, you mean not everybody's got a crazy ass lunatic mother? Oh cool. <laughs> oh my god, actually Yeah. So I mean there's there's lots you look, we all choose our families and you know, right. for a very long time I was like caught in the why did I choose this mother and this family? But um you kind of get to a point where you you know who I am today is because of all of those crazy ass trauma dramas, right? And and it's it's really kind of getting to a place of thriving. And there are a few of us out there who have had, and I know because I've had them as clients, I've had I have them as friends, mm-hmm. and we're kind of you know I think we're uh, we're actually bre- are we breaking or do we have time? We're about to. We're about to. Why, why don't we okay. do that? Let's have a little breath and a little break. And we can come back and talk some more uh, for our virtual Christmas gathering here on A2Zen.fm. This is Listening Well. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and I'm here with an amazing group of phenomenal friends and fabulous people. And we will be back in just a few moments. Thanks, folks. (laughs) Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world? and to like yourself a lot more. Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? 
connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent, now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions. In the U.S., 815-880-8255. In Canada, at 613-800-8736. In the U.K., at 033-0001-0625. By Skype, at a2zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. <laughs> Welcome to the next segment of Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and today we're having a Christmas party virtually online on the radio on Christmas Day in the U.S. I know it's it's beyond Christmas Day uh, in the Southern Hemisphere, so happy day after Christmas <laughs> for those of you. And um, not to make it significant, it's just that this show is airing on December 25th, which happens to fall on Christmas Day in the U.S. for those who practice the uh, religion or the faith or the practices that go with uh, Christmas. And there are many other traditions, celebrations, events, um, and I am loving that we have Annie here to represent a different possibility for Christmas. And before the break, Annie was talking about some of her family choices or her family's choices around what we would call holidays. Um, so, Annie, I, I'd like to play with this just a little bit more if you're up for it. Yeah. I awesome. love awesome. with you, Keisha. Awesome. You know, sweet Keisha. <laughs> um, so I, that's really part of what I'd love to to be tapping into, and I and I get that we're really already doing this. Um, is like we know that really underneath or behind or once you take off the wrappings of what we have structured as holidays or traditions that are connected to all the stories, there's something there that is like at the that is the essence. Um, and it doesn't have to specifically be on a holiday, and it just so happens that sometimes holidays are a nice way of helping us maybe reconnect to that or get back in touch with that or bring that forward in a whole different way in our lives. And I I find it fascinating that you created showing up with a family that had <laughs> the particular preferences around their cultural traditions as they did. So will you will you say some more for us? <laughs> sure. I, I mean, the, the interesting thing is that I used to watch, um, you know, when we were children, we were, it was pretty secular in my neighborhood, and, and so we were surrounded with a lot of other Jewish families. Christmas really didn't enter. I went to the Protestant school board, so we got the holiday, and that's what I loved. Like, I mm. associated Christmas with getting a day off. There so you go. I loved it. <laughs> I mean, and, and, you know, if you're Jewish, and this is going to sound really, uh, what's the word, um, uh, I don't have a word in my head in this moment, but, you know, <laughs> we really did use those days to go to the movie theater because nobody mm-hmm. would be there. We yeah, would use yeah. those days to to um, uh, uh, do something, you know, travel because most people didn't, and mm-hmm. uh, go out for Chinese food because we loved it. <laughs> sounding like and it's funny because you know whenever I hear those stories it's sort of somewhat true you know some of them anyway but I used to I used to hear all these stories as I grew up about all the trauma drama that my friends would be having with their crazy families and you know and I'd be sitting there kind of going I am so glad I don't have to deal with that because our family didn't do a whole lot in the way you know once Mm -hmm. I 
once I hit my teens, my dad died anyway, and our family holidays stopped. So, and now I only have my big brother left. Everybody's died. So, I'm kind of, and I, I'm laughing because not because it's funny, but because it's just interesting. You know, when mm-hmm. we, when we enter a certain um, and 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 so many people get stuck in the story. I, I you know, and at every second we have a choice where we what we do yeah. and choose with our lives. And there are certain things I have choice over, like how I respond. And there are things I don't have choice over, like when someone dies. <laughs> so, right. so, so, you know, I could choose to be an, oh, pathetic, sad me. And believe me, I was stuck there for a while. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, or I could kind of go, what's right about this that I'm not getting? And so I would go into, wow, okay, so no more parents. I have nobody to call me 30 times a day and drive me crazy. I have nobody that's going to be, you know, expecting anything of me. I'm free to do whatever I would like. I choose, you know, and I just, uh-huh. and what would it take <clears throat> to not have to quote unquote kill your family off and be, be that free and have that kind of freedom and, and, and joy regardless of what your family members are choosing, regardless of what your faith is, whether you have one or you don't, and you're just choosing to, to hang out with your family. And that's really what, what we're all here for is, is to yeah. have that kind of freedom, that kind of choice, that kind of joy. And even mm-hmm. if someone's choosing, you know, how many of us have had relatives who you kind of get, they're actually just choosing unhappy. That is fun for them. They mm-hmm. love unhappy. Mm-hmm. And until and mm-hmm. so you kind of get that, you know, we get stuck in saying, oh, well, if I just choose this, if I'm just this energy for them, if I'm nicer, if I'm kinder, if I, you know, do something for clean up the kitchen, do whatever, maybe she'll change. But you know what? The truth is they're going to choose what they choose. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so being mm-hmm. an allowance of their choice is really, you know, what the holidays are all about for, you know, if I had a family to hang out with, um, it would be that, you know. Yeah. What energy yeah. can I be to be absolutely free regardless of what they choose and an allowance of it, even if I wouldn't choose it. Totally. I love that. And and so there's like, there's something there around, hmm, it's almost like what I really am, am perceiving in what you're, as you were saying that, it's like the choice is the gift we we can choose to gift it to ourselves or we can choose to squander it really it, it at any moment we get to we get to make that choice and um, how many of us don't even realize that there is a choice and yeah. i think that in and of itself has probably for me been the single biggest discovery aha of my life is wow. that in every moment, we're getting to choose. I can choose to laugh at myself. I can choose, you know, to to, to expand my energy. And and you know what? That's an interesting choice they're making, and it's not a choice mm-hmm. that I would make. But yay mm-hmm. for them! And oh, I forgot yeah. I have to go now. Because <laughs> <Right? laughs> right. you don't have to be at the effect of it. That's another choice, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and so wow, like, are we willing to give ourselves the gift? of our choice and are we willing to let our choice be the gift to us and then I wonder what else is possible that it could be received as a gift by others not not that it has to be just to really kind of create the space for them to choose well it's interesting because we're doing a 30 days 
um, uh, yes. called uh-huh. Sassy Creatives, right? And and yes. one of the things that um, our lovely Stephanie Richardson, who's one of my co co creators mm-hmm. there. Um, mm-hmm. We talked about this yesterday, actually, that, you know, just because someone can't receive doesn't say anything about you and where are you cutting yourself off because they can't mm-hmm. receive. So yeah. so really, one of the biggest tools that we were discussing is just being able to, you know, drop our barriers because it's so opposite to what we all do, right? We just want to go into right. defense mode and protect. <laughs> so dropping the barriers and then ex- Expanding. And then also using some other, you know, other tools that we all have uh, from, mm-hmm. from our lovely tool bags from Access. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and wow, creating ease. Ease. Oh, my goodness. Ease. <laughs> Let's have more of that. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. And so thank you, Annie. And um, if you want to – are people still able to join um, through the rest of the 30 days? If you – if they are, would you like to tell folks where they can go for that? Um, well, at, for this, the point they can't, at okay. this point, the registration for, for joining us live is now over, but they are okay. absolutely able to purchase it as a gift uh, oh, for their loved ones, for themselves. There's going to be, it's actually a video chat, so there's, wet, like there's actually visual nice. from mm-hmm. all of our chats. There's going to be an ebook. there's recordings, there's PDFs of all the clearings. And then there's a celebration launch party. So whenever they do choose to join us, oh, and they get a 30-minute private session with me, which is well, there you go. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. No matter so when, when they, they go buy to your it. website. Yes. Yeah, so it's radicalwisdom.com forward slash get hyphen it hyphen done. Nice. Radical wisdom. I love that name. I just have always found mm. that such a cool name. Wow. Thank so. You. I wonder we ha- speaking to the choosing our family we have Rock and Rhonda Burns who happens to be one of our co-producers and one of my beautiful co-hosts fellow hosts another one of my beautiful fellow hosts here on A2N and she has created something pretty fantastic with her son and she she shared with us earlier in the chat room and I'm wondering Rhonda if you would come on and uh if you wouldn't mind sharing some of that with the folks, because that's a beautiful part of gifting and contributing as well. So Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Hey, beauty. Yes, hey. I can hear you. <laughs> Santa? <laughs> yeah, talk a little bit about your boy. Yeah, the oldest soul I've ever known, such a gift to me. He's 10 in this lifetime going on um, I don't know, 27 some days, 17. It just depends on what day we land on. And my mom asked me, because we're going out to Georgia to visit, and um, she said, I have a niece and a nephew that are a year above him and a year below. And neither of them, they the, the cat is out of the bag now for them about Santa. Uh-huh. And she asked me, does Bowen still believe in Santa? And I said, you know what? We had a conversation a while back, and he said, you know, even if Santa isn't real, I'm still going to believe. And I just literally melted. And I said, baby, it's all what you create it to be. Absolutely. So in in the gift giving and the buying this year, and it's been such a joy and a delight, we still buy from Santa and we Mm -hmm. display it from Santa. It's It's a really big ordeal from such a space of joy because he delights in the Santa experience, whether he knows 
that it's created in this reality the way it is or not. He still chooses to believe and buy and be of that magic. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. It's such a gift I to me. I can't even tell oh you. <laughs> and, and I have the pleasure of knowing him. I, ha- I, have, I have gotten to inter- engage with him on a number of occasions, and he is such a delight. He is such... Aww. An amazingly present young fellow and beautiful creator, being of magnitude. And it's really awesome. You know, I I find it really no coincidence that we say, a lot of people say Christmas is for the children. And and in the bullshit. sort of linear... Well, this is... <laughs> yeah, this bullshit, is right? <laughs> when it comes from that space of, oh, we have to sacrifice everything for the kids. But what I begin to tap into is, like, there's another another space of that, that... that I look at when, kind of like what we brought up with Christine's story about the wonderment. And it's like, what if we allowed whatever the gathering, whatever the reason for the gathering is, not to be the, the significant point, but what if it's really about a way that we tap into what the earth is showing us, mm. what the generativeness, what the possibilities of the gifts of living can be and and when we talk about for the children i don't find it any coincidence that in many of our sacred texts in the different secular um am i saying that right in the secular philosophies or belief structures um i don't find it a coincidence that there are messages about being like the child and coming from the wonder and the curiosity and What's so interesting to me is we have all of these reminders, you know, every day, all around us. And it's like, are we willing to receive that? Are we willing to acknowledge that? And I I know that I became really frustrated with this whole repetition thing, right? Like, okay, Mm -hmm. every freaking year we have to do this, we have to do this, we have to do that, we have to do that. (laughs) Although I really did like my grandmother's um, sweet potato casseroles because she really (laughs) Them sweet taters. Even the burn ones, yeah. And, and, you know, even for that, she made them with such a joy because that was something she thoroughly enjoyed doing. And and so it automatically, the energy that that dish was created in, you know, when we took a bite of that, when we took it into our bodies, it, well, for me, it was quite a gift. And so I I got really frustrated and really cranky and, like, really interesting point of view, a whole lot of them, around all this ridiculousness, my my term, <laughs> of the repetition. You know, okay, we do this every year. We know the day is coming. We know this, whatever one it's coming whether it's valentine's or whatever and it's like could we please not celebrate the actual ridiculous of the story could we actually maybe acknowledge what that was created to kind of cover up <laughs> that again that's my word but i wonder if that's what part of what drives us like as we commune with the earth do we what is our knowing? What are, what what can we tap into that goes beyond the superficial, linear constructed reasons that we're supposed to do this? And it's like, what is the wonder of this? And what do we know? And I would like to spend a few minutes after the break um, tapping into that. Could we do that for whoever would like to go there? Um, I wish we could have some of your pie, Christine. <laughs> 
in the chat room, we have conversations about Christine's pies, and I believe that right there is plenty of a reason to get me to Canada before the the next year come is up. <laughs> so. Okay, you heard her. She's coming for my pies. I'm going to Canada for pies. <laughs> And now she's in her new space, her new goddess space, and I can only imagine how amazing these pies are going to be. Mm. Oh. <laughs> so we're going to take our next break. You are listening to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I'm Keisha Clark, and I'm here today with some fantastic, beautiful people. We are having our Christmas gathering. And I wonder what else is here for us to play with. So... Start tapping into that. I'm inviting you to do that over this break, and let's see what it is we, what do we know? What are we ready to reveal and present and acknowledge that um, might actually give us the gift we're seeking? So, glad tidings and good cheer, and we'll be right back. <laughs> Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world? and to like yourself a lot more. Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255 in Canada at 613-800-8736 in the UK at 033-0001-0625, by Skype at a2zen.fm, or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now back to our show. <laughs> Welcome to the next segment of Living Well here on a2zen.fm. 
I am your host, Keisha Clark, and today, for at least the time this show is airing, it is Christmas Day in the United States, and so I chose to invite some friends over to my virtual living room, and so we're all kind of hanging out, sipping on some wassail or some vodka or whatever the beverage of choice we've chosen is, and we're having a fabulous time. Having a fabulous time sharing some of our stories, our adventures, and our awarenesses. And we kind of, before the break, we kind of got to this really interesting space that I was just kind of playing with. One, what do we actually know about what we call the holidays? That that is like is. If we were to take off, if if we were to unwrap (laughs) all of the craziness that we put on these particular dates on the calendar, what is it that we're actually connecting to? And what is it that we're actually in communion with and being the energy of and receiving the energy of? Who would like to kind of jump in here and play with this? What are you all aware of? (laughs) I um <laughs> one of I think the biggest joys for me when we did the holidays and Christmas is it it was one of the few times that we let go of the trauma drama in my childhood. It's when the mm. whole family seemed to let go of the 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 abusive patterns and we just were there. We were all so present and um and I think for me that's why uh, for years and years and years I wanted holidays to be the same because it was it was when Mm. things were juicy and yummy and um it birthdays and holidays and when I was sick was when I was treated with the most care and um the most things were special and the rest of the time you never knew I mean you got a sense that oh gosh this is going to be the day you know um I oh actually I always know I'm not going to say I always knew when the house was going to fall apart and I would try to try to contain it, try to get my family, like my brothers and sister, to um, like do what, what, they, what I knew needed to be done so my mom and dad wouldn't freak and we, it mm-hmm. would turn into this horrible thing. But um, it never worked. <laughs> but Christmas, wow. Christmas and the holidays, uh, all that seemed to just melt away for, for these magical moments. And, um, and so even today, like Christmas is probably one of my favorites. And um, this year we don't have any decorations up and um, don't have a tree and probably aren't exchanging um, gifts. But I still got my Christmas music on and I'm watching my cheesy Christmas movies. And um, I just the energy of that connection or uh, that presence, Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. that's um, that 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 is why Christmas and so many of the holidays are so special. Um, And if I have kind of a funny telling myself story. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so one Christmas, I was about 10, and normally on uh, Christmas Eve, we got to open one one present, and of course, it was pajamas. <laughs> and one Christmas, my brother and sister are like, we want to open another one, and um, I was dead set against it, and it one turned into two, turned into three, so the whole family is oh. opening all their presents except me. Uh-huh. I refused, because that's not what Christmas was. And I was insistent that it be done my way. And I, I had a tizzy like you wouldn't believe. And so I'm pouting and I'm crying and they're all opening their presents and everyone's ignoring me, which made me even matter because, you know, when I'm having my little meltdown, you need to pay attention to me. Well, then the next day I've got this whole thing, you know, every, every present under the tree was for me. And it was horrible because there was not, nobody cared. 
they were all, they'd already opened all their gifts. So I mm-hmm. got to sit under the tree and open the gifts up by myself. And I realized, maybe not cognitively in that moment, I was very young, but I, I, I ruined Christmas for myself. Like the choice mm-hmm. I made not to just be present and let things go. And that was the first and last time I insisted Christmas be the way I wanted it to be. <laughs> um, but, oh, my gosh, I look back now and I'm just laughing at myself because <laughs> – this, like, and I was, I, when I was 10, I probably looked like I was six. I was so tiny and little, right. so I'm having right. this total meltdown, right? And they're just all ignoring me because they were doing you Christmas. You had a very, yes, a very interesting <laughs> creation. <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So I think, you know, you really touched on something. Like, the, the, in the, talking about it's one, it's the one time, or it's the few times a year that, people are happy or at least like the closest to what they imagine happy is for themselves. Mm-hmm. And so that does really give me a lot more insight into the the whole demand for the repetition. Like it's almost like we're trying to capture something from our past. And what else is possible? Alan, did you start to say something as well? Um yeah, cuz well, oh, I'm pulling my earphones off. What I kind of, I've had this tendency to go into kind of where Christmas is being used as you were kind of almost, I think, intimated before the break about where is it being used actually not as a necessarily a positive thing. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like Christmas just represents so much of control or forcing people to spend, or not forcing people, you can't force anyone to spend anything, but mm-hmm. it's like encouraging people just to do all sorts of stuff to conform and fit in, to cover up what? Mm-hmm. That's where I was going. Mm-hmm. At. What is it they want us not to know? Mm-hmm. That we yeah, can choose like, to have fun any time of the year. Totally, totally. And and I really am getting a strong like sense of this energy of the the cycles, the the. And I, this might be a little trite, but it's like the seasons, the the changing. It's like what if what if it's about in part the acknowledging of the energies as they are shifting, changing, moving, creating. And and what if all of that is really creation, a part of creation? You know, we many of the very early, what are now referred to as primitive people's um, rituals were really built around the seasons. They were really built around what the earth was, was about and, and was the energies of the earth. And honoring the the phases of creation, whether that was birth, generativeness, development, uh, harvesting crops, or putting the fields to sleep, and then the sleeping, you know. Yeah. And I wonder, have we? So every maybe all of the places that each of us have participated in keeping that from ourselves, and not allowing us to really tap into our capacities and our knowing of what that actually is and what that can actually create on this world and with our yeah. in our bodies and in our lives. However much of that all of us might be willing to destroy and uncreate, would you be willing to do that and choose something different from what is whatever it is you know? And yes, as Annie is saying, and being an allowance of other people's interesting choices. Yeah. Because, you know, until Rioa said that, I was like, Oh, yes, of course. We would, a lot of, it's very easy to get into that, 
to buy the point of view that the only time you are allowed to have X, Y, or Z, in this case, for a lot of people, it's happiness, yeah. is this two or three times a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know Rhonda mentioned earlier about what she kept getting about what it, when we were asking what is this energy, she kept getting the word magic. And it's like, yes. So, so I wonder yeah, if this year... Yeah. Yeah, how that, that for me birthdays, holidays, and it was all of them. Like we celebrated mm-hmm. all the holidays. They were mm-hmm. they were moments of magic in an otherwise pretty unhappy time. Um yeah. And and it's like we all uh someone said in the chat room it's like we all allowed ourselves to just be who we were mm-hmm. and let go mm-hmm. of all the the stress and the stuff. So you know, holidays have never been stressful for me. Um yeah. which is kind of ironic. <laughs> <laughs> I know so many people. It's it's the opposite. It's become, you know, yeah, trying yeah. to do Christmas right and do the holidays right. And for me, it was just uh, it was magic. And so yeah. I think that when my temper tantrum Christmas was me trying to force the magic because of our my past experience was that's how it happened. And instead, mm-hmm. I, I allowed it. What it taught me or the gift in that was, oh, that's not that doesn't create. Mm-hmm. And I, I got to learn that really Beautiful young, which point. I'm really yeah. grateful for. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. And I love Rhonda's question. What if the magic is truly about the time we do allow ourselves to receive the magic of us? Mm. And all of what it is we bring to this beautiful party called planet Earth and living on planet Earth. Mm. Wow. And we have about a minute and 15 seconds. And so... If anybody else would like to say any any parting words, what gift would you like to offer the world today? <laughs> Magic. Magic. Yeah. Just be awesome. it all year round. Yeah. Yes. Find the wonder. So, what if you woke up every morning and asked yourself, "How can I? How can I have that magic today? That yeah. wow, that wonder today?" Yes. Yes. Christine, were you Thanks. starting to say something? Dear? Yeah, Keisha. I I would love to invite everybody in to see. To, to really recognize how much nothing is significant at Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing's a big deal. And what if you were actually to invite that into your every day? Every day. Beautiful. You guys, thank you so much for playing with me today and every day. And the gift you be is immeasurable and amazing. And I'm so grateful. And I would like to invite everyone, let yourself have what if you could let yourself have the gift of you every day and allow yourself to be the gift to this world that you came to be wow happy merry happy christmas, merry, merry and merry everything christmas. merry christmas happiness love and joy glad good tidings and cheer to all Bye. thank you for listening Bye. in today to living well you. with your host Bye. Keisha clark You are invited to join us every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. In the meantime, what would it take for you to be choosing more of the abundance and prosperousness of you and living well with total ease?